Welcome to Damaged Goods, where we talk about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Real and raw, funny and unfiltered. Unfiltered. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome your hosts, Cynthia and Chrissy. Welcome back to another episode of Damaged Goods. Today is a very special episode. It is our episode 10, and it is also my birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Thanks. Um, so, uh, Cynthia had a little party for her birthday on Sunday, and I learned um, a fun fact about her that I never knew, and I really think you should share it with uh. everybody. <laughs> Um, so I was born on a front porch. <laughs> My mom did not make it to the hospital. Um, she tried, but I didn't want to wait, and I just, you know, came right out of her. Um, I like to say that I was <laughs> sent from heaven. <laughs> there was a, a church across the street, um, and the nuns were actually praying for new life as I was being born. So, yeah. I'm a blessing in disguise, you even are. though I'm really just a spot of Satan. Not in disguise. Blessing. It's your birthday. <laughs> Be nice to yourself. I'm so like, blah about my birthday this year. I'm like, stop saying happy birthday to me. I'm so over it already. <laughs> Maybe because you already celebrated. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so I guess you're right. It's just like, eh, just another day. It's just the day. But you're 28. Yep. And I want to eat some good food for dinner. That's really all I care about today. What are you going to have? I want to go to Venda. Awesome. I feel like I go to Venda every year, but I just want chicken parm with pink vodka sauce. Oh, that's what you should have. I think I'm going <laughs> to. Nobody else has a choice. <laughs> no, no one has birthday. a choice. It's your birthday. You make the rules on your birthday. So today I wanted to read um, a little paragraph that my mom had put up on Facebook because I thought it would be good to lead us into our first topic. Um, she put, you have a smile that lights up a room, a heart that makes your mom proud, an attitude that others may think is conceited, a gentleness that makes you seem fragile, brains that make you come off as a geek, and a heart that holds so much inside it truly is a thing of beauty. Being your mom has brought me, has brought so much into my life. You've taught me how to be tough and loving at the same time, I now know what it's like to have a friend that is always there. Because of you, I've learned to accept myself for who I am. You've shown me that others may seem nice, but doesn't mean their intentions are always true. And we don't have to accept this in our lives. That's good. That made me right? want to cry. I almost teared up at the gym when I was reading it, but I held it in. Um, and that is a perfect... Right into our first topic. It's like she knew. Right? What the topic was going to be. So our first topic today is um, what we consider a good friend. Right, because I think we've talked a lot about people who we've had to let go of uh, because they weren't actually good friends, but we've never really talked about what we do see as a good friend. Exactly. Um, and you know that someone once accused me of having a warped sense of, of a friendship. Of friendship. Um, yeah. Mostly because I think I expect a little bit from friends, so I think it's good that we. I think that friendship should have expectations, though, because then that's when you get used and abused. Right. Um, So to put it into the positive, we're going to tell you what we see as a good friend, and I think I don't 
know, for me, when I was younger, I always thought the more friends you had was the better. Like, you needed a ton of friends. Oh, yeah. Like, you needed that big group like you'd see in the movies or on TV. Like, you have that oh, yeah. girl gang. And there were so many of them in high school, I feel like I never fit into them. Right. Like, right. you'd be friends with a few of them, but then the rest of them just really didn't like you. Yes. Right? Yeah, that is true. They kind of give you the little side but eye. But I feel they? like that's, like, those are the people that are fake. They're not good friends. Right. Because they have those group of friends to fit in. And it's, it's a sense of belonging. And then I think as you get older, you realize you don't need a lot of friends. You just need You good just ones. need a few good friends. Exactly. So what do you consider a good friend? Um, I think I would consider a good friend somebody who can reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I'm a very giving person, and I'm always there for people. And I've had a lot of friends that aren't. So I feel like a good friend is somebody who can reciprocate and they don't expect anything from it. Yes, and I agree. And I think that's why recently I've let go of a few friendships because there was no reciprocal balance. Exactly. It was, you know, me giving and giving and giving or trying and trying and trying to, to no response. And pe- people just, I feel like a lot of people think that they're good friends, but all they do is take. Yes, and, and um, it's actually funny that you say that because when I was recently ending a friendship, um, the person said, um, well, I wouldn't want the friendship to end. I think we're good friends. And I initially was like, how could you think that this situation is good friends? And then I thought about it, and I'm like, because I am a good friend. Yes. So he's seeing it through that perspective of what I'm doing and how I'm acting, because and I am a good, good friend. friend. Yeah. So to him, it wasn't, well, I'm not reciprocating that. Um, like, this is a good friendship. Like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. You know, why would you not think this is a good friendship? Because they were getting the good end of the they deal. They were getting the good And it took me, like, a few weeks to reflect on that to, um, to come to that conclusion. Like, well, yeah, duh. Obviously, he thinks it's a good friendship because I, I am a good friend. Yeah. And would do anything for my friends, so, yeah. See, we, I feel like we reciprocate yes. perfectly. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, um, I can't think of the word I want to say, but like, uh, it's, we, it's just a natural, like, yeah. give and take, kind of. Yeah. Like, there's no one-sided... And there's no dreaming. expectation. No. It's not like, oh, I got you something. Yes. Now, when, yeah. what are you going to give me back? When are you going to give it to me? Or yeah. like, oh, I did this for you. Yeah. You like know. throwing it in your face kind yeah. of thing. When are no. you going to? We do things for each other because we want to. Yes. Exactly. Um, and I think also, so actually we could just probably use our friendship as... A good example. A good example of a good friend. Because I think we also push each other. Yes. Like we push each other past our comfort zone. Yes to kind of help each other grow and be the better version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're honest with each other, which Always. goes like that. And, and it's interesting because someone was having me read like a, a text message thread between her and a guy that she likes, which part of me was like, I'm way too old to be doing this, but you know <laughs> what, I'll do it. And there was literally nothing in the messages that would get you to think that this man was interested in her. And then I felt bad because she said, you know, my, oh, my friend thinks he likes me. And I'm like, that's, that's not, not a good, a good friend. friend. Because a good friend would be honest with you and say, you know what? He, I don't, I see, don't anything. see any interest. Yeah. yeah. 
instead of like a good friend isn't just telling you what you want to hear exactly you know they're calling you out on things or being honest with you even if at the time it hurts your feelings I've never had a problem calling out my friends no it's in the gut of my heart it's not like I'm trying to be an asshole right and if I'm calling somebody out or saying something that they might not want to hear it's either to better the friendship or to better them. Exactly. Um, and I don't know, I think if you can't take it as that, if you're defensive about it. See, and that's a, like another thing, because people who do say what you want to hear, they don't have your best interest in mind because you could be out there looking like an idiot and right. they don't care. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. Some people, there's people that I've been friends with that I feel like they used to do it for their own enjoyment. Oh, Make me look like an idiot yeah. for fun. So if you're because failing, it makes them look better. They look better. If you're yes. not succeeding, they look better. Yep. Well, it's kind of also like the quote-unquote friends who, um, like, don't encourage you to like go beyond, like, you know, well, why would you want to do that or, right? You no, know, not supportive. Yeah, like, well, why would you want to start a business or why would you want to like just be happy with where you are and. It's it, Part of it, I think, is because they don't want to take that chance themselves. Exactly. So when they see you taking the chance, it's a reminder that they're stuck, but a good friend would want to see you happy and succeed. Succeed, yeah. Um, all right, let's think what else. Um, I think a quality of a good friend would be somebody who listens to you. Yes. Not just expects you to listen to them. And listens just to listen. Yes. Like, sometimes people talk and they don't want a solution right away. No, sometimes I just want to complain. Right, which is fine. <laughs> exactly. And you are right. Like, it's not a listening with the expectation that, okay, well, now I'm going to talk for 10 minutes and you have to listen to me. And people who listen just to respond. I hate that. Yeah. And they'll listen no matter what, you know, is, like, happening. Yes. Like, it's not a hassle like, if your friend needs you, or, you know, can you give me, like, you know, not if it's just an ordinary conversation, but if it's, like, something important and you know it's important. Yeah. Like, if you're putting that friend as the priority in that moment. Like, I hate if I'm trying to talk to somebody about something important, and you can either see in person, like, they're totally distracted doing things, or if you're on the phone with them and you can kind of like hear them doing yeah. like a million other things and then you know you're kind of waiting for them to say something and they're not because they were. I used to have a friend that literally just wouldn't even respond At I'd all? send like rants like literally like just straw over some things that I was going through and I wouldn't even get a response my next response from this person would be something that's going on in her life and it would be like days later oh that well, I was going to say or well, the person who listens to just bring it back yeah. to them yep or when they, you know, I think a real friend. And it's okay to, like, relate to something. Yes. But, like, not out of, like, selfishness. Right, like, we have to talk about me. And I think a real friend respects whatever it is you're going through, and they don't belittle. Like, even if it's to them doesn't seem like a huge deal. Yeah. Like, they respect that to you at that time. It is an important thing, right. and it is bothering you, and it is a big deal to you. Um, and not like, oh, well, like, you need to get over it. And Oh, yeah, I've had those like, friends, It's not too. important at all. Like, I had a friend who I was obviously going through some things, and 
did some questionable things, and she literally, like, ran to a mutual friend of ours and told her everything. It was like, oh, I'm worried about her. Why didn't, like, why wouldn't you just come to me? Right. Mind you, it was, I was doing questionable things, but, like, it's nothing that I was going to, like, go off the deep end over. Right. right. So this person calls me, and she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it wasn't even, like, her business to tell. And it would be different if she did try to come to you initially. Yeah. And, you know, you weren't, like, responsive. Or, right, exactly. And she thought it was going to get worse. She also had... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she also had a friend of hers... That was not really a friend of mine. Somebody that I had met, and it was a guy. I met him, like, twice. Had him reach out to me. And was like, hey, so-and-so is wondering if you're okay. I'm like, I never even answered, to be honest. No, because, because that's just weird. And that is, Why are I you think, telling my business to everybody and their moms? Well, I, so I think being able to keep that trust between someone, that is an important yes. part of a friendship. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, when you... And it's, it'll be funny to me when... People will say, like, I have to tell something, but don't tell anybody. And I'm like, I don't know. Do people just generally have the habit of going around and telling? I think these days, yes. Like the person, like something that someone told them. Um, I don't know. Like, if someone tells me something, and I assume, you know, like, you can tell, like, if, you know, you said to me, like, and, like, Carson said something really funny. Yeah. Like, that I know I could, like, repeat. Right. But there are certain things, like, you know you, should you don't just know need you to don't go repeat. out and repeat to other Yes. To Especially other when it's people that they don't know. Yeah, because why do they need to be exactly. a part of the... Like, that's just trying to create drama that doesn't... Yep. Um, and then I think it brings in trust, because if I know I talked to someone about something important, and then they went and tell everybody... Like, I feel like I can't person. trust that person. And then if you don't trust someone, like, there's no friendship there. There's no point. If there's not trust, you have to trust your friend. Absolutely. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, I just, so we keep talking about talking, but I think being able to be just silent with someone is yeah. a sign of a good friend. That's very true. Like, not having to always, like, fill every second with conversation. Words. You yeah. can just kind of be in each other's. That's a good one. I wasn't even thought of that. Hmm. What else? Alright, so there was the post about signs of a deep friend connection. So laughter. I think laughter is important. Absolutely. Especially being able to laugh at, at yourself. Right. And your friend being like Yes. Like if, if you can't so there are like those people they can kind of dish it out all the time but as soon as it. you try to turn around like that gets so offended. oh yeah like you're such a dick or why are you being such a bitch defensive yeah but like you ha I don't know I think that is a good friend like you can give it to them and you can take it when they give it right back to yeah. you yeah if I can't be sarcastic with you then I'm not being myself right yes and sarcasm's like my second right exactly language honesty we've talked about honesty oh vulnerability that's a good one that is you a good one you can be who you are yeah like you don't have to feel like you're walking I don't want to be. I don't want to be around people that I don't, that I can't be myself or I feel uncomfortable being yeah. myself. And you shouldn't. If that's that's probably a number one sign that that's not a good friend. Mm -hmm. Is when that you have you to change your personality be around yourself them. around them. Yeah, I think that's a big one actually. And I think that's when you get into those big like groups of you know there's still twenty of them yes. that are friends. Like there's no way. All 20 of you 
are 100% you. No, because you just... It always kind of... First, I used to think... Can you imagine how much drama's within those groups? No. And I used to initially think, like, okay, is there something wrong with me that I... And obviously, I'm further out from high school than you are. But I know people my age who still their main group of friends is their high school group of friends. That's crazy. And I used to think, like, okay, well, is there something wrong with me that... Like, I occasionally talk to a couple of people that I went to high school with, but I used to think, okay, there's clearly something wrong with me, like, all of these. But I think, I don't know, have you then grown? Like, I'm clearly not the same person I was in high school. Right. So if all of you have grown and evolved, you can't possibly have all grown and evolved into the same person, that you're still friends with the same 15 girls you were friends with. In high school. So then as I got older, I'm like, no, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, it's perfectly normal to grow and outgrow people. and Absolutely. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know. I used to very much question myself. Oh, you could put your guard down. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Especially if you're someone, like, for me, it takes me a little bit to put Same. my guard down. I never feel one, like... Completely comfortable around somebody right away. So if I know I can put my guard down, then I know it's somebody who's going to be important to me. Comfort. Yeah. Pretty much. It's like you want that. somebody that you are you have that feeling safe with. And you know that they're going to support support you. You don't think you're being judged. Right. You don't feel like you're being judged. Yes. And if you're going to them with like, okay, I did this crazy, stupid thing. Like, they're listening, "Mm." right, like, oh my god, like, I don't know, there were times in the past when I was probably not fully healed, and and I did stupid things, Same. and I won't say I regret them, because it helped me to get further along to where I am, but, like, you had those friends who would either silently judge, or make a comment, or, like, throw it in your face, or go like, talk to everybody else about it. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel like those big group groups of friends are. I feel like they have, like, their few favorites, and they talk to them about it, but then those few favorites go talk to everybody else about it, because I don't think those group of friends really talk to everybody oh, about like a, everything. It's like a beehive. Yeah. They they're all. just, like, back and forth. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. No. That's why I would just never fit into it. <laughs> Actually, when I was younger, I always tended to have more guy friends. Yeah. Because I hated all of that, like, catty, like, drama, like, oh, can you believe what she said, or this is what she, you know. Yeah. She likes him, and I like him, and, like, I just, I didn't, I don't think I ever had, even, like, in elementary school. I'm like, I don't know, I remember one time some girl wanted to beat me up, because the guy, she, kid, we were, like, in fourth grade, liked, liked me. Like, I didn't even like him. She's like, I'm, we're gonna fight after school. I'm like, mm-hmm. No, we're not. <laughs> I'm not fighting. And I, so I just never had that. That's like that song lyric. I don't hang with many girls because they talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Every time that song comes on and I hear that, I'm like, yeah. And I also think, like, the whole back to, like, quantity versus quality. I don't want that many people, like, knowing my, like, business. intimate, you yeah. know, personal business. Like, there, you know, I like having a few close people, you know, who know what's really happening in my life and who know what's yeah. going on. You know, it's like that whole social media, like, you think you know what's going on. And, like, I don't need everybody to know. I mean, if it's business-wise or, like, work-wise, like, you can know whatever you want. Right. 
But personally, I just don't feel I need everybody to know exactly. what's happening in my life. That kind of, like, for a good example of that is, like, my birthday party the other day. You were literally my only friend that showed up. I only have, like, five. <laughs> I have, like, five friends. Uh, and you were the, I can't say that, actually. Sosa showed up. But she showed up at, like, 1, and she could only stay for, like, a half an hour. But she came to say, like, she, yeah, she came, came to see to, me. Yeah, to say happy and acknowledge and that, that the party. That's it, though. That's it. And I, I think it's times like that and bad times. Yeah. Who you really find out who Absolutely. your real friends are. Like, I think it was probably the worst moments in my life is when I really realized, okay, this person who I thought was my good friend really isn't. Right. And this person, who I probably didn't initially think was, an act, like, a really good friend, yeah. like, was. So I feel like everybody else kind of just brushed it off, like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, it's a birthday like, party. It yeah. was yeah. a big deal for me. Right. Well, I think a birthday is a big deal. Especially when you were born on a porch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> extra. Never going to live this down. Really, we should have had your mom come on and tell the story because she really was. <laughs> she gets so into it. She's got every detail. I've heard that story like four times in the last week already. Um, Not that I haven't been hearing it my whole life, but I was so upset I hadn't heard it. <laughs> she and she, like the funny thing is, whenever I tell stories, I get like really into detail, and my mom will always do like the finger, like long yeah. story short. So I was like, okay, mom, like long story short, like I relax. tried to do a long story short. And I just. <laughs> I feel like every detail is important. It is, because it really plays into. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was very good at telling. I, yeah, I was initially very upset that Cynthia had not told me. <laughs> she was born on a doorstep, and she's, she's like, like, why did you not tell me that? Well, because your mom was like, well, you know how she was born on a doorstep. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Do you usually don't leave with that one? No. I would. <laughs> Fun fact. Put it in my Instagram bio. <laughs> Born on doorstep. Sent from heaven. Well, now everybody knows, so. <laughs> and even though you're hearing this after the fact, you still have to wish Cynthia a happy birthday. Yep. Um, we talked about putting your gut down. We definitely inspire each other to grow. Oh, yes, easily. Yes. Um, good advice, most definitely. I think I'm good with advice. Yeah. I used to be better at giving advice to other people than giving it to myself. Yeah. But now I'm getting better with, like, listening to my own right, exactly. advice. Because I'm like, all right, well, if I'm telling these people, this is what they should. I feel like a lot of people really aren't, like, there's some people out there that really don't have good advice. No, like, when it's I like asked an actual thing. a fellow fitness person advice on, like, trying to grow, like, my social media and... The advice was to wear less clothing. Get naked. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know that that's going to grow, Not my, the best grow my business. So, Because no. I think also with that, people don't want to take the time to really think about... Because it takes time and effort to think about what to tell someone that's going to better them. Exactly. So I think in like society where everything's like so quick and instant and like people just want to give like the quickest. Right. Rather than, like, sit down and, you know, like, understand where you're coming from and trying Having to see... Having your best interest. Yes. And hand. then being like, all right, well, this would be the best, whatever the situation. Yes. I mean, I'm literally paying someone to, to be my mentor at this point in time. 
nothing um, wrong with that. And in one day have gotten better advice than, I mean, granted, I'm paying him, so he well, yeah, but still. has a vested interest, but you can really do tell that he cares about the people that the he's coaching. Of the people, um, yeah. And I, I think just everyday people sometimes are like, ah, oh, just try this. Yeah, it's hard to come by. Uh, you know, it doesn't... And, and I know, I appreciate when somebody gives me mm-hmm. advice because I know it does take time to fully think about it. Right. Um, I do get frustrated, though, when I give somebody the same advice over, over and, and over, over again. And I they knew don't, you were going to say that. And they don't take it. Like, it's just frustrating. Yeah. Like, you know... Because that I feel like that's like you're trying to help somebody, and if they're not taking your advice, they come back for more, and it's like they kind of drain you. Yeah, because how many times? And what is that whole thing like? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over yeah. and over and expecting a different result. Yeah. Like, and I think for me, a lot of it is like people who have come to me advice about guys, and they just ignore it, and then it's right. the same thing. Or in some cases, like... But if somebody doesn't want to help themselves, you don't want to help them no, anymore. No, you can't. What's the point of you repeating yourself if they're just going to repeat their bad behavior? And I, I think that a lot of times... Like, I'm someone, if I'm asking someone for advice, like, I really want their advice and want their help. Right. I do think there are people who ask for advice but really just want you to tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, And that's not a good friend. No, it's not. Because a good friend would be like, okay, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as we like grow, you kind of realize like who you should go to for advice. Yes. Oh, that's a good if point. If you're the person who wants, actually wants it. Yes, you know that is mean? a good point. Because if, you're, if you want to, you know who's going to say what you want to hear. Yes. And you know who's gonna be honest going with you. to be honest with you. And if you truly are willing to change and grow, you're, you're going go to right the person. friend who's going to give you. Yeah that advice mm-hmm. and not just be like oh you're doing great that's the other thing I hate those like blanket like you know sugarcoat everything great. oh it's fantastic it's all gonna you know yeah like no give me t- tough love I think that's the word yes. for it yeah like a good friend is going to give you tough love yep because in a way if they're not and they're just saying what they you want to hear it's pre- they're pretty much lying to you mm-hmm. like the example of that girl like, her friend saying, oh, no, he's definitely interested in you. When like, that's just not. lying. Yeah. Like, you're really just setting them up for further hurt. Yeah. With, okay, yeah, it's going to hurt initially. Like, okay, well, this person. Well, maybe that's one of those friends who wants to humiliate her. Humiliate. 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 Humiliate her. I can't even think of the word I couldn't say before. <laughs> okay, so I actually used to have a friend who I have cut out of my life, but she literally would almost be excited if something didn't work out with a guy that I was dating. I and think it, I've heard about this And it person. wouldn't even, like, she wouldn't even really try to hide it. Like, there was, like, this genuine joy. Like, Is I'm, this the one that would text you and be like, oh, I'm dating this great guy now? Yes, yes. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm like, why would you... I mean, in hindsight, most of them, it was for the best that it didn't yeah. work out. But as a friend, you're not happy that... Because she wasn't a friend who in the moment would be like, I don't think he's a good person. Yeah. Like So it wasn't like she was happy because she thought I deserved better. I should probably clarify with that. Like She didn't think I deserved better. 
she was literally happy because she is just someone who's focused on she wants a boyfriend, she wants a relationship. So if anyone around her like, was happier than her. Was happier than her. She was so excited the minute it didn't work out. That's messed up. Which is also probably why you're not ever going to be happy. Yeah. If you're always wishing for someone's unhappiness to make right. you happy, like you don't even deserve to be happy at that point in time. I would never want my my friends to be miserable. No. Or like put them down or like, you know what I mean? Like, or gloat like to my friends about what I have that's better. Right? Or if like something doesn't go right for a friend, I would never be like, oh, I'm so happy. Right. Like, oh. Like, no, you're supposed to be there for your friends. Yeah. Or like if they want to do something that you're doing instead of being happy for you. Jealousy. There's that jealousy. And I, that's another thing. A real friend is not jealous of you. No. They're happy for you. They're, they celebrate you. I think a real friend would yes. celebrate you instead of like kind of being like, yeah. Why did she get that and I couldn't get that? Well, you're not going to get anywhere. That's why. Nope. And you have to be a good friend to have good friends. Yes. Is the other thing. You can't just be like, okay, I'm Two just people putting, your, putting each other down isn't ever no. going to... Like, you can't be like, I'm just going to go... This person's going to be the good friend to me. I'll go along for the ride. Because then, eventually, the good friend gets, gets tired somebody. of it. Yeah. Like, they eventually, hopefully, see the light. It might take longer, because in my own cases. But you do eventually see. Yeah. You know, and, so and I think there's that initial you feel bad. Like, oh, but you can't. You, you can't always. Sometimes you have to be selfish. Do what's best for you. Yes. Selfish isn't always bad. Mm. Putting yourself first is... And I think when you're putting yourself first, you're then able to be a better friend. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're drained and exhausted, you can't give your best to somebody else. Absolutely not. And I think probably one of the most important ones is you both feel stronger together. That's a good one. I like that one. There's no, like, competition of who's... Right, because it shouldn't be a competition in a friendship. Yeah. And I've had those... Same. ...friendships where everything was a competition. Mm -hmm. They had to one-up everything you did. Yes. Yeah. And you want to be each other's supporters and equals, and one person doesn't have to be. And even if there is what, like, obviously someone's going to be better at something. Then, it's, but but it's you just like balance a, each other out. Exactly. I was just going to say, it's just like a relationship. It's not always going to be 50-50. Right. Exactly. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, because some days someone might only be able to give... 30 and the other person's giving 70 it's when it's a consistent pattern right that someone's always giving or doing less than the other person exactly but if you have that natural and equal give and take i think you're off to a great start so really if you just have a friendship like mine and cynthia perfect example you right are here. very lucky the dynamic duo to have a friend like that well, I hope that somebody actually takes something from this because friendships are important in all-around growth yes. in life. And <clears throat> honestly, I don't think people should be, and I think it's a big thing that people are afraid to cut other people off, and I don't think it should be as big of a deal as some people make it out to be. It's okay to cut off toxic people in your life. It people is. Who do not 
benefit you in any way, shape, or form, it is okay. And I think it's probably conditioned in us that, like, you don't just, oh, you can't just cut somebody off. And in most cases, you're not, it's not a one-time thing that someone it's, does something. It builds up over time. And you cut them off. Yeah. It, it's a buildup. And, exactly. and you can't feel guilty. And I probably women feel more guilty, I would say, than yeah. men with ending friendships. Because oh, yeah. um, we just have that, I don't know, I feel like we're born with guilt, women. Right. Um, but you're right. You can't feel bad about cutting off something that's not making you grow. It's like the trees. You, don't you cut off dead parts of the trees that are not growing? Very true. So you can grow more. Yeah. You can't have dead weight holding you down if you want to. And exactly. it is, those, those are the friendships, I feel, that they do drain you so much that you don't have the energy to, like, work on what you need to. Right. Like, you know, the couple of people that I've kind of recently separated myself from, when I was kind of in the throes of those relationships, like, I was so hyper-focused on trying to either happy. fix it or make them happy or making them see, okay, well, I am a good friend. Why can't you be a good friend? I didn't have time for anything else. Yeah. Like, I was so emotionally drained. And when I cut it off, like, I, I got so much done. It's literally a weight lift off your shoulder. It, it is. So, yes, that's some good advice. Don't feel guilty about it. People show you who they really are. You just have to look for it. And you have to believe it. You can't think... Well, maybe that Everybody does or... have a better side to them, but that doesn't mean that you're going to get it. Right, exactly. Well, that's good. Right? Yeah, because no one's all, I mean, maybe some crazy people killers are, good. are people all are... bad, but everyone has some good to people them. People are good to the people that they want to be good to. Yes, and people if make time for the people. If they show you your true colors, they're doing it for a reason. Yes. People make time for who they want to make time for. Yes. They're good to who they want to. They do nice things for the people that they want to. Just like in relationships, you always see that quote that says, a man will change for the woman that he wants to change for. Yes. He's not going to do it just because you're trying to change him. It's the same thing it in is. friendships. And you can't try to change somebody. Exactly. Because then you're trying to you change them to. into someone that they're not. Yes. And then why do you want to be in a friendship with their like false personality? Exactly. Um, so, yes. Very smart. I like that thing. And you know... Honestly, we've probably both been that person to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Changed ourselves for somebody else. Oh, God, and that, without different. even realizing it. Yes. Because you feel like you're better trying to suit them, but that's just not Yeah, like well, I, what a real friendship is. Right. Like, I saw situations where I think deep down I knew it wasn't an actual real friendship, but I wanted to try my hardest Right. So I try to change. It, and it's kind of like you do the same thing in a relationship. Yeah. Like you see it's not working. You see that person's not for you. But maybe if I change myself just a little bit. Right. Forfeiting. And, and then you're miserable because you're not able to be who you truly are. Exactly. So I think if we had to give takeaways, it's be yourself. Stick with the people who are good for your soul. Mm -hmm. Not the people who drain you. Honesty, trust. Yes. Loyalty. Loyalty is a big one. Loyalty is a big one. Absolutely. And someone you can have fun with. Like, we're not saying it's all work and Yeah, it doesn't have to be serious all um, the time. And I think when it's 
You just have to know a real friend. Where you stand. You're having fun with whatever you're doing. Right. Like you could just be driving down the street and it, you, you know, you're having fun. Like something's funny. Yeah. Or, you know, so it's not always because there are friends that I have who I consider good friends that I don't get to see all the time. Yeah. Like one of my really good friends, she lives on the Cape, so I obviously don't see her all the time. But every week after our podcast, she sends some sort of text to let me know that she was listening. That's awesome. Um, so, like, we're not, I, you know, obviously it's nice if you can see your friends all the time. Like any of my friends have listened to the podcast. She really is so sweet. Like, I probably should say her name. Her name's Jackie. Um, literally every week. That's awesome. Like, and it won't even be like, I listened to the podcast. Like, she'll just, like... All right, so this past week she texted me. She's like, okay, that parking garage situation is really scary. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And I just, like, know that she listened. And right. I, you know. Um, That's awesome. But, yeah. So there are good friends out there. You just have to find them and be one. Uh, so to kind of take it back to a previous episode, we had a message from someone. Um, so it was when we were talking about women not being able to accept compliments and she said, hi, I listened to the last podcast, and when you were talking about how women can't take compliments, it made me think of how women are always saying sorry for everything. I used to do that all the time. Now I try to catch myself and others. Another thing we are socialized to do as women. That is so true. It is. We really do apologize for everything. Every little thing. Even if it's not our fault. Like, Something we didn't even yeah, do. Yeah, like someone would, could bump into me, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Or, like, back when, like, there was no caller ID, I can remember if someone would call and it's the wrong number, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry, you have the wrong number. Like, why, why am I sorry? Right? And wow, it, that's such a good it point. It is. Like we that. are, um, I have my dad's sister, she's always saying sorry, even when she doesn't need to be, and he used to yell at her all the time, stop saying you're sorry. Why are you sorry? There's nothing to be sorry about. Yeah, it's and, so true. Because I think we're, as women, we're afraid to take up space. And be like, you know, who we are. Hmm. So let's kind of like shrink in and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And wow. I, I do find that just in general, women do say sorry more than men. And not yeah, even if, if they, it, like a needed apology. Just like, you know, if you left the door closed behind someone. Like, a guy's not going to say sorry. No. A, a woman would, like, wait there to be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. Yeah. Um, You're so, so right. So I thought that was a good point that she brought up. Because I didn't even really think about it when we were talking about how we can't take compliments. Yeah. It's a good one. I like that. We can't take a compliment, and then we apologize. Probably apologize for not taking the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know you were trying to be nice. <laughs> Just can't take that compliment from you that uh, is a great way to end this i like that think about that ladies yeah stop saying Ponder sorry all the time i mean obviously if you've done something wrong yes and you tr oh, but you have to oh, this is the other thing before we end that gets me with sorry the people who say sorry like if in a real situation where you need to apologize and they say sorry and they don't really mean it like they say sorry just to say it oh yeah. Like, there has to be action and changed behavior behind a sorry. Absolutely. An apology. Action Whoa. over words. Yes. That's a big one. Okay. So. Action over words. Making you a lot to think about with this one. Yeah.
Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.